Welcome to Paper Talk, a paper lover's podcast, a place to connect with crafters alike in hopes to inspire and elevate your craft. We are your hosts, Josie and Janet. Now cue the confetti and let's get this party started. Hello and welcome to Paper Talk. Today we are happy to have on Melissa Morelli. And um, Melissa, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes. Hi. My name is Melissa, as you guys have uh, already said. Uh, uh, I'm a maker. I'm a I'm a crafter uh, through and through. I I love paper crafting. I'm a memory keeper, storyteller. Uh, I just I get so much joy out of taking pictures and telling uh, stories of my me and my family. Thank you for joining us and accepting our invitation to have you on today. We are so excited. And of course, I've been a fan for many years of your work. I think it's so clean and neat and just so easy to look at. It's just, it, uh, it makes you want, you know, when you show your pictures, it makes you want to look, look at it more because it's just so pretty to look at. Well, I appreciate that. So we are going to start um, this interview, um, and our first question for you is, how were you introduced to this hobby, and when did you start memory keeping? Well, I was I started paper crafting when I was like 14 years old, so I was in high school, and um, I would make uh, what in high school we called uh, spirit cards for my now husband when he was in sports, and it was just like a card where, you know, I would decorate, you know, a card with a uh, card stock and just give them like little treats on game days and that kind of stuff. So that's what it really started out as. And then as that I- That sounds so cute. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> he still has they should, them. They should bring that back. <laughs> <laughs> he still has them. But, um, you know, and as I got older and out of high school, my first job was in, in a craft department in a big, you know, retail store. So I immediately got- hooked onto the products that we were trying to sell, you know, to our customers. So um, that's when I started into the scrapbooking uh, aspect of this whole paper crafting. You know, I wasn't hardcore. Um, You know, I had, I worked full time. I was in college. So I was, I was crafting, you know, when, when I had the time, which, you know, wasn't a consistent uh, craft time, but, you know, I still enjoyed it and, you know, I, I've been hooked since 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 then, about 2000. Uh, well, actually, 1996 is about when I started paper crafting. So, wow! So you got to play for free and get paid yeah, for it. Exactly. Yes, <laughs> that's a dream come yeah, true right yeah, there. <laughs> we would do uh, demos and that. You kind know, of Melissa. Stuff. You know, I would like to ask you, like, what kind of products did you use when you were making these spirit cards? Because I'm sure back then we didn't have as much as a selection as we do now. No, like, right. Thinking back uh, today, you know, I was going uh, thinking like the things that I used to use and that the cardstock was just, you know, it wasn't like the greatest quality, but it's what I had, what I could find. Uh, I remember uh, using um, rubber cement glue. I don't know if you guys remember that, but like, because it was my preference. (laughs) I don't, I don't know if Josie. It was my. I preference. do. It was messy too. Yeah. Well, it had it was, the little brush. Yeah, it was the brush. It right? was stinky too. <laughs> yes, the yes. brush. 
But it was the only one that wouldn't warp the pictures or anything that I was trying to attach into my album because I wasn't a traditional scrapper in the sense where I used albums like the pocket pages. I had a spiral bound notebook that I would glue and make, you know, collages and that kind of stuff, you know, with pictures and write with my own handwriting, uh, you know, at that time. But yeah. Were you one of those that, you know, how we had the funky scissors and we'd cut out our photos? Yes. Yes. <laughs> do you remember those funky scissors? I do remember. I still I remember buy having them. them all. Yes. <laughs> had to have the whole set. Uh, yep. I think I think Teresa Collins came out with the white and pink ones a few years ago. If you guys remember from I, Fiskars, I think I remember that. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, I know I don't need these, <laughs> but I'm gonna buy them anyways because <laughs> they're pink. Because <laughs> yes. they're pink. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember, Melissa? What was your first scrapbooking purchase? Uh, yeah, it, it was uh, it was a spiral bound notebook and. Um, that's, that's what I used as like, I, I, I you know, scrapbooking uh, pocket pages, you know, wasn't for me. That's, you know, I didn't start out and then, you know, they had like the Jolie's little uh, uh, theme stickers, uh, things like that. And packs of, uh, of scrapbook paper, you know, that you could just buy a whole stack of, you know, like a hundred sheets and, you know, you got, a, you know, a mixture of, of a little bit of everything in there. Uh, what was your favorite form of scrapbooking and why back then? Uh, let's see. I, I, I think after that, that notebook, I found it, it was hard to, uh, cause it had so many pages in it. So as it got yeah. bulky and bulky, like I couldn't use it all. I was finding myself ripping uh, pages out and that kind of stuff. So uh, I did eventually go into a big, you know, 12 by 12 scrapbook and, Mm -hmm. and I did try, you know, uh, pocket page scrapbooking, 12 by 12 uh, full size layouts. That's how I started out, you know, scrapbooking. Um, And then I've evolved since, since then. Yeah, I see that now you use a lot of you do travel no travelers notebooks, right? Right. So yeah. how was that whole transition? When did you start that whole transition from twelve by twelve to travelers? Well, in using the twelve by twelve for me, I found myself getting overwhelmed with the size of a twelve by twelve. I was I had trouble trying to fill you know all these spaces. And I just, I was overwhelmed. And, and I, I think that's, I stopped scrapbooking for such a long time because I just felt like it was just another job for me to have to figure out when on top of being, you know, a mom and to small kids and my job. And so I just, I gave it up and, and I found myself, you know, writing stories, um, in my, my notes on my, uh, on my phone of funny stories that my kids, you know, the things that they would say or the things that they were doing. And, and that's, you know, I, I thought like I have these kids and, you know, they're growing up and I want to remember these things. And so it wasn't until they were, uh, geez, they were way older. It's 2017, I believe is when I, 
started searching uh, scrapbook supplies. And really, I got, uh, I was uh, connected to uh, two peas in a bucket. I don't know if either one of you rem- remembers. Yeah, two peas I, in a re- bucket. I remember that. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, that's, I, I got there and um, I just kind of was doing my research and uh, I didn't want to jump in because I was overwhelmed by the amount of product that was mm-hmm. out there. Yes, uh, yeah, know, trying that, to get that happens. Trying to get back in, so mm-hmm. I would watch, you know, the the process videos from the Garden Girls at the time of of that, and you know, slowly started, you know, buying things that that I thought I would use, and that's when I found uh, Carrie Bradford, and I saw that she was working in in a travel notebook. I was like, I think I could do that. Like that would probably work for me. So I did. I tried one. And at first it was just, you know, I scrapped whenever I had a story to tell. Uh, It wasn't every day. Uh, And then I filled that up and I was like, you know, that was really fun. That was really, it was good for my soul. I, you know, it was a place for me to write, uh, telling my kids stories and they liked going back to look at them. And that was it. That, I mean, that was, that was the start of my obsession with traveler's notebooks in that size. Do you remember, like, was it stamps that you bought at first, or was it a certain collection? Was it a certain designer, or was it just Carrie Bradford stamps that you first enjoyed? Well, I did, I did buy some supplies, and then you know, supplies don't always photograph. Uh, well, they photograph a different way, and then you receive them, and you're like, ah, that's not what I was expecting, and then you right. have stuff that you're like, I'm not going to use this, you know. It's, Right. It's not. So that's where I saw where Carrie, where it was, you know, she was mainly stamps. She does have other stuff in her, her shop, but her big thing with me was the stamps. I could, Mm -hmm. you know, I thought stamps were, you know, they were a good investment, you know, that, you know, you could, you could make a good scrapbook with a good, you know, basic, you know, classic stamp that would, um, so that's. And how how did you carry over? Oh, sorry. Uh, how did you carry over into digital using her digital stamps? Cause I know you use those a lot and it's so pretty the way you use them. I, well, then I found Liz Tamanaha from a Paisley, Uh from Paisley press. And I, I was again, obsessed and I'm like, well, how do you do this? So there I am looking for, you know, videos on YouTube, trying to figure out like how I could make this work because I'm not, I'm technically challenged, I, I guess I, I could say, but um, so am I. <laughs> I didn't have uh, uh, an iPhone or until way late. My husband was like, what are you doing? Like, how can you, but I, and then I found Liz and her stuff. And I loved the clean lines and it complemented, you know, Carrie's uh, uh, products, you know, to my, my liking. So yeah, they go hand in hand. Honestly, mm-hmm. they, yeah, they do work really well together. So, I think you were, I think you found scrapbooking like at one of the times when all that was like really popular. Like for me, I, I started scrapbooking in 2008 
Mm. I didn't know about them. So it's like then became like the hoarding of all these other supplies. So I guess, you know, being having the access to like stamps at first Mm -hmm. is, you know, an easier like load than like all this product. Yeah, I I, I agree. I've I did have a lot of stuff where I started accumulating, you know, all the stuff. <laughs> yes. I, I like, you know, seeing projects with all this cute stuff. And I had that FOMO, you know, I didn't want to miss out. I was like, but I'll use it maybe sometime if, you know, if this story is going to come up and I know I'm going to want this and I'm going to be so mad at myself for not getting it. And I did. I accumulated a lot of stuff. But That's where I'm at. Yes. <laughs> And that's why I'm like, lucky you that you discovered Carrie Bradford at Mm -hmm. first. Yeah. And you started with stamps. Yeah. You know, so you Mm -hmm. didn't have the load of, well, now I I like stamps. What am I going to do with all this? You know, so that's some (laughs) of the problems that I tend to run into now. Yeah. Now, how do you stop yourself from, um, you know, that FOMO with the physical product? Well, I can't say that I'm 100% like strict where I don't buy things that I know I'm not going to use. I'm guilty of, of buying things that I know I'm probably not going to use because, because I do work in a traveler's notebook. uh, A lot of the product that is released is, is geared towards big 12 by 12 layouts. So yeah, you know, the big size paper doesn't really work for me. So, but it's so pretty, you know, and I have to have it. (laughs) Yes. So, Yeah. It's really hard for me. Like I have friends who will um, send me, you know, DMs of the, whatever that's newest, latest and greatest. And I'm like, I want it. Me and then, being one of those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then temptation, they're like, I bought it, you know? And then I have to remind myself that I do have a lot of pro- product and that, you know, I end up, luckily my uh, daughter-in-law is getting into scrapbooking and I can easily hand it over to her. But I think, you hit a certain point where you're like, okay, enough is enough. And probably it's when you're in your craft room and you're trying to figure out a spot for all this stuff. Mm. Yes. Um, I don't know. I guess that would be, uh, you know, my only advice if someone found themselves in that situation, there's only, there's only so much, so many Less scraps. Less is more, right? Yes. Less is more. Yes. I, I agree I'm trying that. to learn that. I am trying to learn that. Definitely. Yeah, I don't think I ever will. I don't think I ever will. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. Oh, it's very hard, especially when, you know, I see someone doing a traveler's notebook, for instance, when I looked at your page, Melissa, I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to do this. <laughs> and then I'm like, but no, then I want to do this too. And that, you know, so you're all over the place. Now, Melissa, do you have a um, scrapbooking routine or are you more of like project-based? What helps you in your scrapbooking? Well, I think what helps me is um, I'm pretty consistent, repetitive with like uh, my style and and what, what I do, uh, my goal is just to, is just to tell the story. Um, mm-hmm. For me, you know, all the embellishments and all that, they're cute. But for me, it's not necessary. Like how you said, less is, less is more. I'm fortunate enough where I can, if I want to go into my craft space and work on a project, I, I can probably do that. And 
most days I do, whether it's working in my planner, just stamping in there, just anything to keep me, you know, crafty every day. Um, I don't necessarily work in my travelist notebook every day, but I do jot down the date of the project that the I want to put, the picture I want to put. And I jot a little, a few little notes. So that way I don't ever feel overwhelmed or I'm like so behind or I can go back and it's, it's easy to, to know where, where I'm at. Uh, and there are days where I just, I sit down and I'm printing, you know, two weeks worth of pictures, two weeks worth of journal cards, cut them out and just glue them right in and, and, and I'm moving, I'm moving right on. That's so, nice. <laughs> you're knocking it out. <laughs> some pages aren't as, uh, now as elaborate um, as others, but, uh, I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm okay yeah. with having everything in, in my book. Now I'm just wondering, um, how do you know what photos you are, you're going to, you're going to use? Do you, are you one that has to have print every single photo or is there just a story a day or how do you go through that process? Because uh, for myself, I'm like, I have to print all the photos. Yes. <laughs> or well, I don't feel like I'm complete. <laughs> you know, some days that, that, that's my case as well. Uh, I, uh, but my main way of, of memory keeping is a story a day. So you know, I'm taking pictures. Sometimes I forget to take pictures now <laughs> in this, uh, <laughs> in this time that we're in, it's like, it's like yes. the days have all just kind of worked into Rolled each other. So, yes. um, mm-hmm. some days I forget to take a picture. So I will go back and look at pictures of a story that I wanted to tell. And I didn't get a chance to tell it in the month that I took the picture. So I'll just put it into my current traveler's notebook, but I do tell one story every single day. So my notebooks are geared for 30 to 31 days. And that's, that's what I do. Uh, I tell now, what notebook do you use? That's not your traveler's notebook, right? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, I, I jot notes in into my traveler's notebook. And then, you know, gotcha. I, when I'm ready to print pictures, I can go back mm-hmm. and I'll say, okay, this is the picture I wanted to use looking through my phone. And then, you know, edit my photos. Now, I also seen like for December daily and your October dailies, those are not in traveler notebooks. Those are in what, like six by eight and four by six, I think I've seen. You allow yourself to kind of work with those on special projects or? Yes. So I usually tend to use uh, albums for like summer break, spring break, when I know we're going to be doing a lot of things geared Mm -hmm. towards a certain holiday or a certain vacation, then I will work out of a traveler's notebook. I've tried working in a traveler's notebook, but then comes the, all the pictures and they don't fit mm-hmm. in the traveler's notebook. <laughs> yeah. So then I do need the space to, to tell all those other stories or just to share the pictures. So the albums allow me that space to do that. And, and do you make your own traveler's notebooks now, or you have a certain brand that you like? I do. I, I, I did have a certain brand and then uh, I found that sadly that they weren't making them anymore or uh, putting out new prints. So I decided to save on like, you know, shipping and uh, package waste and that kind of stuff. I decided, you know, I think I can invest a little bit in getting some supplies so I could make my own traveler's notebooks. 
So it's, it's been a crazy, uh, <laughs> a crazy ride trying to get those staples right in the center of that notebook. Sometimes they're all walking yes. in my notebook doesn't close, but I'm like, <laughs> I'm putting a yeah. clip on it and I'm going with it. It's, but I do. I well, do trust me. You can't tell because they look beautiful. On <laughs> yeah. You cannot tell. <laughs> now, do I, you use I a, would have never thought. Yeah. Do you use a long arm stapler? Yes. Yeah. That's one thing okay. I did. I did buy so I could, uh, and it's still hard to make it with a long arm stapler. Yeah, that is not is encouraging it? to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just trying to get it lined up, uh, you know, because I it score all my papers, and then I try to get yeah. it to to staple right on the score. And mm-hmm. sometimes you think that it's like you're right there, and you're like, yes, it's going to be nice. And then you take it out, and you're like, yes. what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> what did I? Yeah. Did I need my glasses or what? Like, what's going on now? Do you use um, craft paper? Um, not craft, or yeah, like a craft paper as your cover, or do you use uh, printed paper? It just kind of depends on what story you're telling for that month. Uh, I try to, I try to coordinate my uh, albums or my uh, notebooks with you know the month. If it's spring, I'll try to use something a little more springy. And this is where the the supplies of you know my twelve by twelve papers, like the hoarding that I did, this is where it's coming into use. You know, I, I have those papers to go coming into. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I'm able to make the covers with a, with a 12 by 12 sheet of paper. Oh, that's nice. And you get, and you get to use your supplies. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all for that. Do you have any um, pet peeves when it comes to scrapbooking? Well, for me personally, it's my handwriting (laughs) On, (laughs) on my, on my layouts. Uh, I don't really judge uh, other people's layouts. You know, it's their style. Right. They're, so for me, it's my handwriting. But I have been working in it. I have a gratitude journal that I write in every day. So I've been mm-hmm. practicing with my handwriting. And I've become quite fond of my handwriting now. So Oh, good. Uh, so I'm trying to, uh, to cut waste in paper. So I know I use a lot of digital products, but, you know, ink and printing. So I'm trying to write, you know, more directly into my notebooks now with actual pen and paper. That makes so much sense. Yeah. And the thing is too, there's something about somebody's handwriting. Like for me, my mom passed away when she was little and I would give anything to have something with her writing on it. Right. So, you know, I'm sure our kids, as they get older and look back on our um, scrapbook albums or traveler's notebooks, I think they will appreciate it as adults, you know? I think so too. Yeah, so I, I love so. that. I and so. I think we all are, well, even for me, I hate the way my handwriting looks, but my friends will say, oh, it looks so nice. Yeah. yeah you but stop. I think you we're have just like, our, we're our worst critics. Yes, you know? Yeah. You that's, have that's amazing handwriting. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I am going to walk away from this episode um, with what you just said right now to embrace your writing. Yeah. Because it's your writing. Nobody else can take it from you. Yeah. That is you. Yep. And, well, when um, you have nice handwriting like you do, that's easy to say. When you no, have people well, like me that have horrible handwriting, it's like, no. Okay, we want to see a project with her handwriting next. <laughs> yes. Well. A good thing to do, okay. too, is to write in pencil first. Uh, you can write in pencil before you do anything permanent, uh, like permanent pen and that, you know. You can kind of. That's true. Do you have a favorite pen uh, or I kind use, of any pen? I use, a, it's a Frisian, I think, a Friction. 
They're erasable uh-huh. pens. Smart. So I do smart. like that. Um, yeah, that's smart. Yes. So that is my you favorite pen. Because erase and go back. What kind of pen is that again? It's called, uh, it's uh, Friction, I believe. It's F-R-I-X-I-O-N. And it is Pilot Friction. I wonder if they make those in different, um, like, points. I'm not sure if they do or yes, not. Yes, they do. I have the finest. Is yours a dark black? Is your a very dark black? Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. I, I like to write with a very dark black. Yeah. And you said it's a fine tip. Yeah. It's a, this one's an 04. And I know I've seen, I had a, a thicker, a thicker one. So um, I have one more question for you before I let you move on from these traveler's notebooks. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, but I often thought myself the same thing, you know, trying to cut costs. Mm-hmm. Now on the paper that you use, is it just like cardstock that you get like from Michael's for your inserts? Or do you prefer like a thicker uh, weight of a cardstock? So what I have is it's HP. Um, it's a HP premium. It's just a printer paper and it's like mm-hmm. 30 pound printer paper. It's just a really nice printer paper. So it's not really thick and it's just mm-hmm. a nice smooth white. Uh, yeah. I like that smooth uh, white, you know, a printer paper. It's, it's not any kind of specialty card stock or anything like that. So it's, it's, do you um, have a favorite glue now? A favorite that glue? You tend to buy? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I used, uh, the Tombow, uh, mono runner. Um, uh-huh. I started having trouble with those. I don't know. So then I went to the, uh, to the tape, the, the rolls of, of, uh, double-sided, uh, tape. Yes. Um, being, a, a conscious of, uh, my, uh, my footprint, my global footprint here, I'm, I'm trying to use less waste or produce less waste. Uh, yes. So the plastic on the, uh, the tape runner wasn't doing it for me anymore. So I I've gone to uh double-sided, uh, tape. So, uh, on the roll. So you just peel the paper off the back of it. And yes. it's just, yeah. I'm with you. I even, I even found that Daiso or Dollar Tree, like I will use their double-sided tape and it, I mean, it's strong. So when you're putting something down, you better make, you better know that that's for life. (laughs) It's not coming up. (laughs) No. So that's the only drawback. But I think after making so many October dailies and December dailies where you're just taping all these large photos down, I think eventually I was just like, okay, this is just too much with the Tombow because it's really expensive. Yes, it is. Um, that even now I enjoy, like you said, I enjoy uh, using that paper tape. Mm-hmm. Do you buy like a better quality one or are you buying them from the Dollar Tree or uh, Daiso? I, I, I think I've, scrapbook.com sells some too. I have gotten some off of scrapbook.com. Uh, I've gotten them off of uh, Amazon where you could buy, you know, like, Oh, rolls I never for, thought of that. Yeah. So is this Amazon like score has, tape. Yes. It's, it's mm-hmm. score tape. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll have to check out Amazon. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah. Um, because all this stuff does get costly. You know, we're buying every month, something new is coming out or it's a different holiday or, or as in your case, you're telling a story every day. Mm-hmm. So you know, that gets costly in itself. Yeah. Uh, and that, I, I mean, think, it's worth it though. Yeah. Well, that, that, uh, 
and like you said, scrapbooking is not, it's not an inexpensive hobby uh, for, uh, and I tried to show ways where you don't have to have all the glitz and glamour that, you know, that is out there to be able to tell your stories. You you can do it with a piece of paper and a picture and, you know, some washi tape and, and you're good. So, but having that stuff, you know, for some people it's, it's what keeps them going and that's fine. Right. But you know, it's, it's not for everyone. Right. (laughs) Do you have a favorite project that you look forward to each year and why? Probably our, our, uh, October album. Uh, I love Halloween. Um, me too. (laughs) There's just something about the orange and the black. Uh, it's not like a color combo I would pick, you know, uh, tomorrow as an outfit or anything like that, but right. for Halloween, <laughs> I just, I, I love it. Yeah. And it's just, uh, my son is super into Halloween. So it just makes it so it's just, it's fun. Uh, but all, I, you know, my Christmas project is, you know, it's fun. I, I guess I just, I'm in the moment. So whatever I'm working on is usually my favorite. And it's like, oh, I just love this. And probably Halloween, if I had to pick uh, one, one project, it would probably be our October album. Uh, do you find yourself, uh, kind of letting yourself be a little bit freer? I, I want to say when you're working on an October daily or when you're working on December daily, like, do you, do you have more fun with it is what I'm trying to say? Or is it more just story-based as well? Like a story a day or are you just putting in all the things? No, see in October, I don't do it daily. I just do it like, mm-hmm. say we go to the pumpkin patch, then, then I'll, I'll record that. But we usually don't have something going on every day. Pretty close, but not, but I think it, I think I have a little bit more fun in the, the special projects is because the products that do come out that, you know, I always look forward mm-hmm. to seeing who's going to release yes. what and being able to play with those products sometimes is is fun. So for like a month project, I can handle it. Probably not in my everyday storytelling, but uh, I think I find myself, yes, having more fun in Christmas album and my Halloween albums because of the products probably. Sometimes I'm like so excited for October daily that by the time it's over, I am so tired. Like, and then I'm like, oh my God, okay, one month off. And then we're back into December daily. And it's like, okay, what am I going to plan for December daily? Right. So I think for the most part, I'm like burnt out by December. Right. Yeah. <laughs> for me, I think I like, I think about it so much. Like, before October, I'm like September, August, I'm thinking of October daily. And I think about it and I think about it and I think about it. And by the time October gets here, I'm so burnt out in my head from thinking about what I'm going to do that I don't do anything. And that's why now it's 2021, uh, March, and I'm just working on October daily from 2020. Yeah. (laughs) Because that whole like, you know, working up the project, getting to October daily, by the time I I say, oh, I'm going to buy this or I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that, I'm burnt out. And I'm like, okay, yeah, no, that can wait. It does. It takes a lot of planning. Yeah. It takes a lot of planning. Yeah. I mean, I print the photos and that's it. (laughs) And then I'll wait a couple months later. But the thing is, the beauty of scrapbooking, and I always say this too, 
as long as you have those photos, they're going to trigger your memory, which is going to trigger your writing, which is going to trigger you to tell that story. So you're lucky you have those photos printed. Um, And we could always go back years from now and tell that story. I mean, we might not be as clear as we were with the memories, um, but I think that's the beauty of scrapbooking. And while I'm on that, uh, I'll ask both of you guys, actually, what do you guys think of the word scrapbooking and scrapbooker? Like so many people are like, if you, if they'll be like, oh, what are you doing? I'll be like, oh, I'm um, scrapbooking a page or whatever. They're like scrapbooking, like that word or scrapbooker to them. It just seems so ancient. <laughs> so, yeah, I know. I, I get what you're saying. Cause I look at you know, somebody will be like, well, what do you do for, you know, for fun? Or oh, I, sc- I scrapbook. Oh, you know, some people don't have an idea of all the pretty things that involve yeah. scrapbooking, you know? I mean, it does, the word doesn't bother me. And I think it's just because I know of everything it entails. It's pretty, pretty things, all pretty things, you know? And, and for those that don't know much about it, they're just think, oh, that's like a grandma, a grandma thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Until you tell them, no, go here and look at this. And then you tell me, you know, yeah. if that's what you still think. Yeah. So. I- I'm fine. I'm fine being a scrapbooker. That's my mm-hmm. kids, you know, that's mom's scrapbooker. Like that's, that's her thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm okay with it. I'm- and my, my kids tell everybody, my mom scrapbooks, my mom scrapbooks. And, it, you know, that kind of lets you know that, oh, they're happy that actually we are documenting all this for them. So it's like, they're happy that I'm fine with it. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I still say scrapbooker, but sometimes I, I feel like, um, new people coming into the hobby, they're more like, oh, I'm a memory keeper. Right. I'm like, okay. Yeah, whatever I, you want to call yourself, scrapbooker or memory keeper, we're doing the same thing. Same thing, and it's fun, right? And I think that goes down to the whole uh, what type of scrapbooker you are. Like you said, the new people coming in seem to be doing more minimal scrapbooking. Mm-hmm. From what I, from my my opinion, it seems to be more of a minimal type of scrapbooking. Where for me. I'm all about mini albums, like you know, from scratch. Like I do more, like hin, like making my own hinges, and I put, <clears throat> excuse me, all the pattern paper I can put on there and stickers. It's hard for me to be a minimal scrapbooker, and right. I think it's because I've been doing it for so long. Right. And to touch on what Janet just said is, I, I think that the scrapbooking has evolved so much. Uh, you think a scrapbooker in in the actual scrapbook. You know the the albums. The that's mm-hmm. I think that's where it started out as, and it has evolved so much that you know we have we have travelers notebooks and we have other planners, uh, right? Uh, uh, memory planners and that kind of stuff. So I think it just depends on where you started, is where you yeah see yourself. Yes, but when, when kind of like you came in scrapbooking. <laughs> Right. And then also like with you, you started with Carrie Bradford. You saw when you kind of went from 12 by 12, you went to, and she was one of the first ones you saw. So then that whole style of scrapbooking is what caught your eye, you know? So I think that's, you know, plays a part in all that. What's your favorite ink seeing that you started out as a stamper first? Did it go, have you like 
have a love hate relationship with a stamp with an ink or do you just love them all i i find myself um not being happy with the one ink yet and i'm just buying them all oh. um so i'm i'm right there but i'd love to know if you can share with us and our listeners what is your go-to black ink cuz i think that's so important in the world of scrapbooking well I guess what I found easiest to come uh, to have is the memento uh, black ink that you can find in your regular, you know, box craft store, right? Yeah. And it's readily available right here locally. Um, I have gotten uh, a few different inks uh, from, let's see, the stays on, but in my OCD, I don't like how it stains my stamps. <laughs> so I tend to not <laughs> use it because of that. Not saying that it's, it's not a good ink because it is. Right. Um, and I don't find that I'm looking for ink that is going to work on different uh, paper mediums because I work in all matte photo paper, matte mm-hmm. cardstock. So, you know, but dye ink is, is what I prefer. And just recently I purchased colored inks cause I'm not, I'm a black and white, everything, ink, washi, uh-huh. embellishments, everything's black yeah. and white. So I was like, <laughs> that's well, easy. <laughs> start trying colors because I like making cards. So I was like, well, you know, I'll, I'll do this or for certain projects I want red ink or pink ink and so I've, I've uh, started using uh, the stamp market um, ink pads. And so far that, you know, they, they, they work for me. They work for what I do. I'm, like I said, I'm mostly just blank, black ink. And that's, that's mostly what I use. So the memento works for me just fine. I'm a simple, <laughs> I'm simple. Yeah. I like that. I like that ink too. Yeah. The stamp market, I think I bought some from their older line and some from their newer line, or they changed their packaging. I can't remember, but I recall them being juicy. Right. How about you? Yeah. Do you they feel? Are, yeah. They and, are juicy. And I do like a juicy stamp because you know you're going to get that ink on <laughs> yeah, it, you yeah. know? It's, or a stamp pad, you know that you don't have to, like, you know, put your stamp all over the place you know you're going to pick up some ink when the ink is uh, like a juicy ink pad. I, I can't really say much because I'm just starting to stamp and I'm pretty bad at it. So I really have nothing to say about that. It's just, you know, I, any, I've tried so many inks and I, I thought it was the ink. I'm like, no, this ink just can't isn't working you. for me. It's me. <laughs> it's the user that can't that's not doing something right. No. I've tried so many. I've tried Memento, Archival, um, uh, what's that other Hero Arts? So many um, close to my heart, and everybody's like, "Oh, this one's great." This is. I'm like, "Well, it's just not happening here." You know, it's just not happening with me. So I'm like slowly people, trying to evolve. A lot of people like the um, the stamp helpers or whatever they're called. I think We Are Memory has one. Tim Holtz. Right. Do you guys use one of those or just an acrylic block? I do need one of those. <laughs> I mean, I fail at, even with the little platforms, the little, I, I can't do that. It just, I think it's, I need more practice for sure. 
that. Yeah, practice always helps for sure. Yeah. And I'm sorry, Melissa, I didn't hear you. What'd you say you use? I use a regular, just a stamp. Uh, acrylic a block. stamp pad, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Because my, my traveler's notebooks do get bulky, that one of those, uh, it wouldn't, it wouldn't work for me in most cases. Oh, that's for true. What I'm doing, mm-hmm. um, but it is yeah. something that I have been looking to get. Again, going back to the yeah. card, the card thing. I know. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I would help you yes. with card making. I am not a card maker. I would love to be. I especially when to we're be. going when we're going to birthday parties. Well, not that we're doing it anymore, but I'm always like. Jesus, these birthday cards are $6. <laughs> yes, they are. I'm like, I have a and you whole know bunch of cardstock. <laughs> yes. I, and even me, I'm guilty. Like Mother's Day cards, birthday cards. I save them for a few years. <laughs> and then, you know, I, you know, if they don't really say much, sometimes I do end up tossing them. <laughs> um, but the they're $6 a piece now, yeah. unless you get like a recycled one, but even a recycled paper one that's, you know, at Target, they're a good $3.99. Right. So usually what I yeah. get is I shipping tag. Yes. Uh, put stamp, you know, their name or happy birthday or something cute and tie it to the bag or to the gift. And that's it. We write on the back. Well, that's and- a good idea. That is, that's the, yeah, that's the that's card. Smart. I'm not going to, you know, cause they, they, they take time. They take time to make. And usually we're, we're on the go, like are on your way to the party. If you're usually yes. late. <laughs> so, like, I don't yeah, know. I think that's what, that's what stops me from making cards because the thought of somebody throwing it away after mm-hmm. I made it. So yeah, I could see how a shipping tag, like one of those tags or something yeah. would probably be a better idea. Yeah. <laughs> For me at least. Now, Melissa, do you have a scrapbooking room, scrapbooking corner? Where where have you set up your little area? So I, I'm not in it. I'm in my kids' playroom. <laughs> but uh, we have a, a formal dining room, and we're not formal dining room people. So I yeah. <laughs> same here. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's my office, and all my scrap stuff is in there. Um, it's open. Uh, Luckily for the last year, we haven't had anybody over. So it's been kind of, that's true. <laughs> it's a little worse for uh, wear right now, but uh, it works for me. It's a big space. I, I have, you know, a couple of tables in there and it's where the kids know Does they need- to go look for all my scissors. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Scissor collection. That's uh, another topic yeah. for another show, right? <laughs> yeah. Now, do you feel okay with like leaving a project unfinished to go do what you have to do? Or are you the type of um, crafter where you want to clean up so that way you st- it's fresh the next time you come back? No, I wish I could clean up after I was done with the project. But sometimes I think uh, uh, I find stepping away from a project is helpful, especially if I'm stuck. So if, you know, yeah. if I'm not feeling the project, I'll step away an hour, two hours, maybe the next day then I can come back to it and, and look, uh, like I said, I have a couple of different tables. So I have one where, where I do have, you know, if I'm working on a project, I'll take out the supplies that I'm using for that project and, and I'll leave them there. And so once that project's done, then, then I'll put the supplies away, but I usually don't clean up right after I'm, I'm done, which I should, cause <laughs> that too is, is overwhelming seeing all your supplies. 
all over the place. And it's yes, like, I'm that way too. I just leave everything as is until I look at it and then I'm like, okay, you need to clean this up, right? <laughs> you get to that point where you're like, what am I doing? Like, this is not, it's not helpful. <laughs> no, I get to the point where if I can't find anything, I just walk out. I'm like, where are my scissors? Where's this, you know, where's the glue? Where's the, I can't find anything under all the paper. Yeah. Or it's not until you finish, until you clean up because you lost something. You lost that one little eye or that (laughs) embellishment or the tea, the sticker that you're looking for. That's where Uh, digital scrapbooking comes in handy because it's digital. Do you use anything besides just, do you use like enamel dots or, you know, anything like that to add to your projects? Are you just just stamping Uh, all the way? No no 3D, I should say. I do. I, I have chipboard. Um, I'll add chipboard sometimes. Or uh, if I'm making my own embellishments, um, I'll layer them up, you know, two, three pieces of paper to make it look like a, a chipboard piece or something, you know, to that effect. But I do. I I don't use enamel dots, but I have other shapes like hearts. And, and I do use those every, every once in a while. Not too often because uh, just the space in the traveler's notebooks, it, you know, it documenting mm-hmm. 30 days, 31 days in there. It, it gets bulky with it. just the story. Right. Now, where do you go for inspiration? Like, where do you, what do you do to feel inspired? Say if you're, you're in a kind of like a non so crafty mode where, what, who do you look for, for inspiration? Oh, uh, well, I, I work with incredibly talented ladies that, you know, on, on both Paisley press and um, with Carrie Bradford, Bradford. I like looking through uh, blogs, old blogs to see Pinterest. I'll get onto Pinterest. I watch Josie's videos on YouTube. You're so nice. And uh, (laughs) just, you know, uh, Instagram has, you know, you scroll through my feed and that's, you know, I'm, I follow mostly all, you know, scrapbookers or memory keepers. And, and it's easy to draw inspiration from magazines or just different sorts of, but I, you know, our craft community, it's just, it's so big and there's just yeah a lot of inspiration. I find there. it, sometimes I find all that so overwhelming Yes, to the point <clears throat> where I just don't know what I want, <laughs> what I want to do, you know? So, but I mean, I guess that's a good thing because we could have you know, nowhere to go. Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think sometimes, um, I will go to Instagram and look up the hashtag or whatever for inspiration because I want to see it quick. Mm -hmm. Like it's so horrible. I want instant gratification of ideas, you know? And before that, prior to you, like I would go to blogs, Pinterest, like, or Google images, you know? And now I'm like, I think, Instagram is so quick, you know, I'm just like, okay, I need inspiration like fast. And I hate to be that way because I don't want my son to be that way. He's 11 and, you know, he has an iPhone now and it's just, he'll be playing a video game, but also have his cell phone by him watching videos. And I'm like, "Uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh, choose one or the other. You cannot do them both. Yes, my kids do that too. we're so, uh, you know, where everything is so, you know, techie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We just are expecting instant, you know, and COVID has taught us to slow down. Right. Um, 
Do you feel like COVID has affected your um, scrapbooking at all? Did you used to craft with friends and, or are you more just, you know, independent time yes, where you uh, can tell your stories? It's hard to find. Uh, I guess I ha- maybe I haven't looked hard enough, but in, you know, my community, it's really small. Uh, I really haven't found, I'm surprised I haven't seen more people from where I'm in California, but not, not many uh, scrapbookers in the area that I'm aware of. But it has because some days I'm feeling like I'm in a funk. Uh, yeah. All days running, you know, into the next. I did find myself like getting further and further behind some days where it w- I hadn't scrapbooked for like three weeks. It kind of shows in my sharing of, of on my posts on Instagram, I really haven't shared anything. And it's not that I haven't done the work, but you know, I have done the work. I'm just kind of, I guess. Uh, Disconnect. Yeah. Yeah. Disconnect. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I can see how that disconnect yeah. sometimes yeah. too. Mm-hmm. I think so. Because yeah. I think that's always a good thing because sometimes you become too wrapped up in, you know, I have to do this. I have to keep up. I have to, you know, and sometimes it's just fun just to do it for you and not have to worry about posting. I think sometimes for me too, like if somebody's new product comes out and because all I mainly follow are scrapbookers, it will be like, Every post is an advertisement of whatever product came out that day. Right. And sometimes that bothers me and it shouldn't because I'm on Instagram for inspiration and to share my projects, <laughs> right? And here I am being bothered. Like, but sometimes I just feel like I want to see like real projects, you know, like real life stories being told, um, not really... Um, stories being told because of the the product, product. embellishment yes. or the product. Yeah. 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 That's how I feel. And, and, you know, being mm-hmm. on design teams that, that it, it makes it difficult to, because I, I consider myself a real time scrapper. Like I'm scrapping mm-hmm. our today. That's that. Yes. And it may not go with, uh, with the products that are being released at the time. So finding those products that are versatile. Um, like the other day, I, I got a new shipment of, of design team supplies from Carrie. And it was a stamp that was, it was for babies. But there was so many versatile sentiments in the stamp that I was able to use one. Like, I was like, I feel this. Like, yeah, that's me. Like, right now, I'm not a baby. Though, but, <laughs> but I feel that. That's funny. <laughs> But yeah, that's, uh, I agree. And, 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 and it's hard to, uh, to be able to, uh, sometimes use the products that are being released because I, I, like I said, I consider myself a real time scrapper and I don't like making projects just to make a project to, to create it, you know, for, I want it to have a purpose. I guess so. See, I I lo- I like what you just said because I feel that a lot sometimes is so just people creating for the products that they're getting when they're on design teams. Yeah. Where for me, I want to see what you do just every day, not just what you're creating for that design and not design team. Not that that's a bad thing, right? But I just like to feel a little bit more connected with the scrapbooker by that, by what they're doing on a daily basis, not just what they're doing for the design team. Yeah, I'm with you. And that's, I, I think uh, I have kept, like, I, I haven't applied for other uh, scrap design teams. I haven't 
I've, I've declined positions. I, I feel I'm really happy with where I'm at with the two. I feel they're versatile and they're things that I can use in my everyday, mm-hmm. um, my everyday storytelling. So that to me is, is important. Yeah, I, I think so too. It's important to, to keep true to what you're trying to record or what right. the point of all of this is, mm-hmm. not just product based. Yeah. You know, the thing is you're trying to do your, record your memories, you know, and I think that goes where a lot of people ask me, you know, the, the, where the inspiration and, and that comes from, um, how I found, <clears throat> excuse me, my groove, uh, and it was having to disconnect from everybody else's style, uh, and doing yes. what worked for me, um, what made mm-hmm. me happy. It's not, it's not for everyone. Um, and it and and I love looking at projects with all the embellishments and all the you know all the pretty stuff that that comes with scrapbooking, but it's just not for me. And and I had to learn that to be able to be in a constant to be a consistent scrapper. That's I needed to let all of that that you know the outside noise. I guess is yeah. There's so much product totally. and so much out there that I needed to let that go, so I could find what worked for me to be able to for be you. consistent. Yeah. I like, yeah, that's how I, I think that's probably one of for me, at least that's always an issue mm-hmm. to focusing too much on what everyone else is doing and not focusing enough on what I'm, I need to be doing and what I want to do for my, for my children. Yes. We are going to have to end our interview with you. It was so much fun talking to you and um, thank you for sharing Uh all your loves of this um, scrapbooking. We wanted to um, ask you a question of maybe what question would you like us to ask our next viewer? And then we can have like a traveling question type of thing. Uh, let's see. What would you want to know from a scrapbooker? Uh, like what does scrapbooking do for you? What has it done for you? I appreciate you guys uh, having me on. Uh, this is fine. It's way out of my comfort zone. <laughs> I want you to know that I am a total. <laughs> I, yeah, I think it's total introvert. Uh, <laughs> public speaking is really hard for me, and I, it's not. You know, it's just the two of you, and I feel like I know, you know, especially you, Josie, where I, I've watched Josie. You know, yeah. So, but um, it's it's been fun, and I wish you guys lots of uh, success. Well, thank this you. Really I- fun get to know you a little better and know what you were all about. Cause I definitely, definitely loved all your stuff that y- you had on your page. That is there's It's beautiful. Like it's beautiful. Gorgeous. Thank you. I thank really, you. really liked it. And thank you for letting me share you with everyone. That's going to be listening to this podcast. Cause I think you're a super duper great scrapbook girl oh. and I admire your work. Thank you. Same, same, same till next time paper talk. And that's a wrap. Thank you for joining our show. Please make sure you subscribe. Until next time, stay crafty.